This episode is brought to you by FX's The Veil, starring Elizabeth Moss. FX's The Veil is an international spy thriller that follows two women as they play a deadly game of truth and lies on the road from Istanbul to Paris and London. One woman has a secret, and the other has a mission to reveal it before thousands of lives are lost. FX's The Veil, now streaming, only on Hulu. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino at chumbacasino.com. Choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. VGW Void were prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. I was flipping through the channels the other day, but there was nothing good on. I had nothing to play. So I went to my computer and realized that there was so much content before my eyes. But there's nothing but Netflix in my heart and on my screen. There's always something that did I still haven't seen. But maybe one day we can try to watch the rest. So Robert and Chappelle, give it your best. Yeah, that's right. Nothing but Netflix. We are, I am back. Yes, that's right. And today we're talking about a new Netflix reality series, Physical. 100 here with a man who keeps it 100. It's Chappelle. Chappelle, how are you? Rob, I'm so happy that you're back. What are you talking about? Uh, Rob, never leave me again. Just promise me that. Yes. <laughs> why? why? I, I heard it went great last week. It went amazing, but you know, it's just not the same. First of all, I really don't like driving the podcast because mm-hmm. I'm nervous that people are going to say, oh, well, if Rob was here, it would have gone like this. And people are going to compare me to you, which, as you know, you have huge shoes to fill and I don't need that kind of pressure in my life. I'm just so happy to see you and talk to you again. Okay. Well, happy to be back here with you, especially after all the driving I had to do uh, this past week, going down to Florida and back. Uh, thank you to Tyrone to for filling in talking about you people last week. You know, the last episode of the podcast that I was on, we talked about that 90s show with Lindsay Wilson. And I saw this weekend that that 90s show got a season two pickup, Chappelle. 
Look at that. I mean, this could be the, the you know, the rebirth of that 70s show in a way that that 80s show just was not. Maybe this is going to be the thing that kicks off all these people's career. That's what we talked about with Lindsay. And it's starting to look like they might be around for a little bit longer. Maybe. Uh, yeah. 16 episode pickup for season two of that 90s show. It seems like that with Netflix, where if uh, the show's a hit, they renew it immediately. And then if not, you know, then good luck. Yeah, I, I, and I guess that 90s show was a hit. I mean, I, I haven't, honestly, I didn't hear a lot about the show after we finished talking about it. What was number but, one? Uh, yeah. I mean, it was number one. Is it still number one? I don't know. It's in the top 10, I think. Yeah, I think so too. So yeah, if, if that's the case, if it's cracked the top 10 and it's still hanging out, uh, then it makes sense for it to, to get another season because I mean, it's a 30 minute sitcom. Uh, it's a reboot. So for it to be doing that well, it must be doing something right. Okay. All right. So this is a very interesting show that we're going to talk about here today. A show that we had seen sort of like floating around in the Netflix, like coming up. Like what? what is this? Uh, it's a show called Physical 100. It's a uh, South Korean show currently at recording time. It's number six in the TV and film. Uh, it's a show that is building some steam, building some buzz. People are talking about it. It interestingly uh, drops new a new episode every week, I think, here on Netflix. So only four episodes are up with more to come. We're going to talk about the first couple of episodes coming up. Uh, it looks like actually um, there's going to be a couple episodes uh, dropping uh, coming up uh, in the next next week and then a couple more the week after and then the finale coming up on February 21st. So a little bit of like a uh, delayed release from uh, Netflix for Physical 100, a show that looks to solve the question of who has the most perfect body in South Korea. The most banging bod competition. The most banging bod, Rob yeah. I didn't think it would come down to this, you know, like, I don't, I don't know when I, when I think of a competition that, to, you know, to figure out who has the best body, my idea is not like making these people fight it out, fight for the death and hang from, you know, the rafters and all this kind of stuff. Started to be, you know, more like a, Hey, let's take a look at it. Give it the, the old eyeball test, you know, yeah. like, oh, I like that one. Um, but here they're going to make people compete. Uh, this show is not unlike, I mean, these competitions are not like, unlike like the squid game format where they just put a bunch of people in the same room, make them all do the competition and whittle it down to, I guess, the last person standing. Um, but I did think it was very interesting that they don't do uh, any separation between gender or weight class. It's everybody just in a, one big group and whoever wins has the most perfect body. Now, of course, that sounds flawed in many ways because I think there's a lot of other things that you could take into consideration when determining why these people are winning these rounds. But ultimately, I thought it was interesting and new. And so I didn't mind watching it. Yeah, this definitely was an interesting format for a show that I'm, I'm going to treat this for people like that are interested in what this show is and that maybe didn't see uh, these first couple episodes like we did. Chappelle's actually seen four episodes of Physical 100 and so uh, that he uh, has uh, even even more to say about this show. And so, yeah, they're looking for like who has the most perfect body, but not necessarily aesthetically that they have invited people with incredible physiques from all walks of life, 100 people, men and women, to be participants 
in this competition. And what I thought was kind of interesting about this was that they basically like invited people from the world of all sorts of different athletics, boxers, Olympic athletes, MMA fighters, bodybuilders, gymnasts, um, then the people from people from uh, the world of sports, uh, people who were sort of like, uh, you know, soldiers, firefighters, um, arm wrestlers, basically like uh, all sorts of people that have different types of uh, like athletic physiques and invited them all there. YouTubers. <laughs> yes, Rob, podcasters. Podcasters. Um, <laughs> there's a little bit of everybody. I, I do think that that's why I found it fascinating because their idea is who has the best body. But I mean, there are very different body types on here for a lot of these people. I mean, when you have a bodybuilder and then you have a, a, a break dancer, yes, these are both physical beings. You know, they both can, uh, you know, probably do things with their bodies that my body cannot do, but their body types are very different. So to say that, oh, we want the person with the best body or the most, you know, the perfect body to win this competition. There's things that I know the bodybuilder cannot do that I know the breakdancer can do and vice versa. And so I really was interested to see how that pans out in the end. So, and in true Squid Game fashion, okay, the people don't know what they are going to be doing in the competition. Uh, they've been invited to participate in Physical 100 because they have a good body. The whole first episode is basically like introductions to the 100 people that are taking part in the challenge. And I thought this was pretty wild that you basically, you walk into a room and there is a, you know, plaster mold of your torso. Yeah, like uh, a body bust, if you will. Mm -hmm. um, and then you have to go stand by it and it has your your measurements and your stats next to it. Uh, and, and yeah, you come in and it looks like like this, like a Roman museum or something like that with all these like sculptures. But then as one person comes in and the next person comes in, Rob, it was very clear that these people knew of each other. Like these are not only are they like very athletic people, but these are almost celebrities in Korea. A lot of them. I mean, people are walking in and say, oh, yeah, that's that guy. Or, oh, man, I've been looking up to that person forever. Or, I just saw them on YouTube. A lot of them know each other, train together. So I thought, wow, OK, this is cool. They know each other. You know, <laughs> they know each other. Um they do. This would be my nightmare to walk into this room and then, you know, go stand by the plaster cast of my torso. Currently, yes. Currently, my body is not to, should not be. It's not uh, a wonderland. No, no, definitely not. I mean, it's got like twists and turns right now, but that's about it. Um, I, I, yeah, I would not want this currently. I, I need to hit the gym for a few weeks to get, mm -hmm. get tight. Or yeah. taught, as some say, um, but uh, these people have no issue. I mean, they 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 know that they have put so much work into their physicality that they are not embarrassed to stand by each other and stand in front of each other's like you know uh, uh, plaster molded chests. Um, and it's kind of interesting because they start to size each other up. You know, I think when people are walking around with clothes on, they look very different than when you see what their naked form would look like, mm -hmm. you know, and, and all the muscles that these people have. I mean, some of these people's arms and thighs are just huge, like tree trunks. And so I think that's a very intimidating. I, I don't think I would like this either. Rob, I think what, like, 
you know, CBS can take, you know, take some notes from this. Not to say that they need to put everybody shirtless in a room, but I did like the reveal of these people all know each other or have heard of each other. You know, when they do these challenges or whatever, they just need to let people come in one by one. And then you can be like, oh, who's that person? And then the next person come in like, oh, you're from Big Brother. And then they just kind of, you know, uh, do the reveal like that. I think that's probably the most clever way I've seen a reveal. It was just a little a little too long for me, Rob. Like, it was damn near well, the first 100 episode. people. Yeah, I mean, yeah, but did we have to talk about every last person? Mm-hmm. Um, I feel like if you know the people, like maybe if you're a Korean or watch a lot of Korean television or you're tapped into Korean athletics, then this probably is so exciting for you because it's like you see the all-stars and not reality TV all-stars, like literally all-stars from all walks of life. But then, you know, if you don't know these people, I'm just like, oh, okay, another another boxer, another MMA person, another gymnast, oh, another firefighter. You know, I think it probably plays better if you uh, better if you know you know, a little bit about all the people before the show starts. Yeah, I mean, I think this would be very exciting if you, for uh, us, like an American audience, like to have these people that were sort of like uh, well-known people from like all these different like walks of life. Like, I feel like that that would be, you know, a a very uh, compelling show. Yeah, all of a sudden, like Booker T walks in and then Tom Brady, you're like, wait, what are y'all doing? He's coming up with the Royal Rumble. Yeah, of course. That's in front of mine. But uh, mm-hmm. yeah, and then Tom Brady walks in because what else is he doing with this time right now? You're like, oh my God. It's like, what are they? How are we going to beat these people in competition? And then Serena Williams walks in. You know, I was like, I could Americanize mm-hmm. this in my head a little mm-hmm. bit to where, I, you know, it would be very exciting because then how do you pick your favorite? They're all so good in their own individual activity and sport that I don't think there's a far and away winner. Uh, you know, above the rest, depending on what the, you know, the competition is. Yeah. Now, how do you think they did the plaster torsos? Do you think that they actually did like a plaster mold for everybody? Do you think they just sent in a picture and then basically did like 3D printing? Yeah, they probably 3D printed this. I mean, it would be cool if they did the plaster mold where you, you know, you you laid down and they like poured the stuff on you or whatever. Mm-hmm. That sounds dope. But, you know, it's 2023. I'm sure that there's technology that could just be like, this is about how your chest looks. Um, you know, you get people six packs. If it was me, you'd have, you know, an eight pack or some type of keg, maybe mm-hmm. even if you <laughs> depending on the day. Um, oh, my yeah, God. I think Who that is that? Yeah. Chappelle, yeah, like, the famous podcaster. <laughs> Right. Can't you can't you see the beer gut? That's definitely Mm -hmm. him. You know, Um, that's probably how they did it. I'd have to say. Mm -hmm. Okay, so we get 100 of South Korea's finest athletes together in one room. Everybody stands in front of their plaster torso. Okay, Uh, that's basically the first 30 minutes of the show. (laughs) We're meet we're meeting everybody. Everybody's sort of like, um, you know, pretty uh, intimidated by all the different people that are coming in. And so then we're going to basically get everybody, um, you know, uh, stand on the numbers. Okay, we get 100 numbers. And then this is not an elimination that they're going to go into two separate heats of a, a group of 50 and another group of 50. So the first 50 people, they basically drop like monkey bars down from the sky, from the ceiling. Mm-hmm. And now you have to hold yeah. on. Yeah, the, the rules of the game are you reach up and you grab the bars and you're only allowed to use your arms to hold yourself up. Um, and then you just you just hang. Um, then the gr- then the floor opens up, Rob, and it's 
and there's a smoke and fog coming out of the ground. I was like, oh no, it's Squid Game. No. And it's just like, it's water down there, but yeah. it does look very intimidating. Um, and the contestants and then with themselves say this is Squid Game. Yeah, they, they see it too. I mean, they make them all ju- match, uh, like ju- uh, t- put on matching jumpsuits yeah. and stuff like that. Like, the it's very show is steering into this. Yeah, there's no host. They're like, you know, if you love Squid Game, you're going to love yeah. this one. Mm-hmm. Uh, and so, yeah, all, all the people are hanging. And Should they have seconds, had the old man, though? Yeah, probably. Well, there, there were a couple older people, but dear God, probably way more athletic than that man could be. Mm-hmm. No disrespect to him. But uh, these people are, you know, far and away, just like super athletes, a lot of them. Um, but I, I think you do need the personality of the old man, you know. Um, he would have been good, I but, think, for holding on to those things. Yeah, well, that's the thing. So he was spry. Exactly. And some of these competitions are going to benefit, you know, more spry person, which is why it's kind of like, you know, are we really talking about the best body or just the person who's built for these particular competitions or, you know, uh, built for whatever, you know, strategy they have here? Because we see people hanging from their arms, some people hanging from their their fingertips um, and instantly. I mean, within seconds, people are falling down like all of these uh, physical specimens. I mean, some of them weren't even lasting 10, 20 seconds up there uh, because some people are just so big. Some people don't have the grip strength that other people have. And I don't really think that's an indicator of whose body was uh, was the best. And so maybe that's was why it wasn't an elimination round. Mm-hmm. So I forgot to mention that uh, we found out what the prize is. Okay, so it's 300 million Won. Yeah, which is what, $245,000? Yeah, 300 million won, yeah. though, sounds very impressive. It definitely sounds better than $240,000. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, you know, yeah, 300 million. I was like, 300 million. Oh, okay. I did the conversion. I was like, oh, okay. that's fine. That's fine. <laughs> yeah. Like, uh, yeah. It's, not it's, cool. it's cool. Yeah. yeah, it's not nothing, but at the same time, like, you know. Well, <laughs> not to know. scoff at that amount of money i don't have it but still mm-hmm. you know yeah okay know. so everybody has to hold on to uh hang on to the structure for the longest um did you feel like that, was there a right philosophy that you uh you saw people succeeding with yeah don't don't use your hands you know uh i think you're just uh putting so much weight uh, on your on the rest on your arms if you're hanging from like legit your fingers and your hands a lot of them were hanging from like using their forearms you know to kind of prop themselves up some were using their armpits and then some people like you said were just more suitable for this competition I mean it came down to the gymnast Rob and it's kind of like duh <laughs> of course it did you know this is what he does um, but there were other people you would think would do well in this competition as well that didn't do so well um, what would you do what would your strategy be I would fall Mm-hmm. You know, let's probably just go ahead and knock that out. Just like, yeah, you know, it's not this is a non-elimination round. I'm down first, you know, 100%. Mm-hmm. Like, I need to save my strength for the next round. Well, you know, we obviously. did see that there was at least one person uh, who said, I'm going to, like, throw this first competition. They told them that there would be an advantage to, like, you would get a privilege, they called it, if you were one of the winners of the competition. They're yeah, and I'm going to go ahead and spoil that for you. Yeah. Well, they're not really because listen, the privilege ain't that great. I mean, like we get through these great. challenges. Yeah, yeah, we get through these challenges. We have our winners, and I'm thinking, okay, what are they going to get? Immunity? Are they going to get some type of like you know advantage in one of the competitions? It's like no, nah, they just get to kind of like pick pick who they want to go up against in the next round. I was like, 
that's not that's not that great. I mean, you know, that's fine. You know, um, mm-hmm. I'm sure I'm sure if you're dead last, people might look at you as somebody who's weaker. But again, these people are all like in top uh, you know, shape, you know, so I think given whatever competition it is, anybody could win one of these competitions. Yeah, the show really spends a lot of time on the first heat, like the first group of 50. And they do make it like super dramatic in terms of like people falling off and everybody, you know, you get a lot of talk from the peanut gallery about everybody that's hanging in there. Uh, And it gets down to like there's like a big scoreboard in the back of the wall that shows like how many people are left. And then as each person uh, drops down, uh, you know, it goes like, uh, you know, the countdown gets lower and lower. And so uh, you see a lot of people like uh, really like uh, keying in on certain people who are like uh, doing better or worse Uh, that I do feel like um, similar to. The genius, I feel like that they do have some like fun with the editing of like uh, certain people of like, okay, oh, they talk about like one person. Oh, he looks like he's sleeping up there. And then you get like the like uh, editing of like uh, sleeping, like lullaby music. Yeah, they have to make this interesting because these people are literally just hanging still. Mm -hmm. Um, So there's not a lot of motion going on. So you got to have to spice it up. When I was watching this, I thought this is impressive. But I saw Danielle Reyes do this in Big Brother All Star. So, I, you know, it's fine. I think actually she was using her legs and stuff, but that's neither here nor there. I think she'd be okay in this competition. Um, But throughout, it was just a matter of seeing like each of them and knowing their skill set and thinking, oh, okay, this person might be okay. And then they fall down. Um, And so ultimately it comes down to like a, um, underwater demolitions team expert and then a gymnast. And I think the uh, UDT ends up winning. Mm-hmm. Okay. And that was only in the first heat. Then we get the second group of 50 of uh, people that are going through. Uh, and they kind of yada yada the second group of 50. Yeah, it wasn't that entertaining. Uh, our firefighter ends up winning, yada, yada, yada. Like, I think the first one was more dramatic because they, it was like these two the guys showdown. were never coming down. You know, it was it was a showdown, you know, but the second group is like, eh, you know, it's fine. But since they were broken into two heats, you really didn't know who won because, well, I mean, it's very obvious that the first group won. I mean, the first, the person who won the first group won, but you didn't know where everybody else placed because they didn't watch each other and they were, they were timed separately. So, as they finish this challenge, they're eventually ranked and they're placed in their ranking based on how well they did in the challenge. So you have people who didn't even know that other people had done poorly standing next to people who had done great. And they kind of put them on a pedestal if they did really well. And then they put them on the lower tier if they didn't do so great in the competition. Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere and each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, avoid, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18. Plus. 
Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18. Plus. Step into the world of power, loyalty. And luck. I'm gonna make him an offer he can't refuse. With family, cannolis, and spins mean everything. Now, you wanna get mixed up in the family business. Introducing The Godfather at ChompaCasino.com. Test your luck in the shadowy world of The Godfather slot. Someday, I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play The Godfather now at ChompaCasino.com. Welcome to the family. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. Yeah, so we get the big twist of, okay, the first 50, so they were they went into two groups of 50, and then they got numbers. And so there was the bottom 50, and then, as you mentioned, the top 50, which was sort of like uh, on a platform. And then they brought them in, and people are incredulous, Chappelle. Like, what? what they ranked us? Yeah, dear God, what what are we gonna do now? <laughs> it's like, yeah, this I think is this insulting. is more like it's a blow to their egos. You're not wrong because there are plenty of them who've never been last place in anything they've ever done. You know, they've just I've been at the top of my game in bodybuilding forever, like 21 years of of this, and I've never lost or whatever. I've have a 17 fight winning streak. Some of them, I'm a taekwondo or judo champion, you know, and all this other stuff. And now you're like, yeah, but you're ranked 100. Mm-hmm. You know, like you're ranked. You know, eighty nine underneath the the break dancer. You're like, what? The break dancer. So I think that's why you know it was kind of a shock to their systems because they're just not used to being put in a situation where they're not the the top dog in their field. Yeah, and so they brought everybody in. Of course, our number one winner was from uh, the first round of fifty, and so his reward was that okay, number one you get to pick who you are going to face off with in what they call a one-on-one death match. Yes, and I got nervous because I did watch Squid Game. You and I both watched it. And uh, death match sounds really suggestive, you know? Uh, but it turns out the next round is just, uh, you get two choices. You can pick a, a round that's more based off of agility or a round that's more based off of strength. The goal is to go into this, uh, into this arena, grab a ball, and then have the ball at the end of the time period. Very much something like you would see like on, a, on the challenge or something like that on MTV. You go grab the ball, the person tries to take it from you, but you got to hold on to it until time runs out. If you don't hold on to it long enough, time runs out, uh, and neither one of you have the ball, then they do a sudden death, uh, which would put them at like a minute, and then someone has to hold the ball from there. But the strategy here is you get to choose would you rather do agility 
or uh, more of a brawny uh, type uh, type uh, competition, right? So if you are in the top uh, the top group, you get to say, okay, well, I'm smaller than some of these people, so I don't want to be in the 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 fight for the strength, right? I want to do something that I could probably run away from or just out outmaneuver somebody. Uh, and then if you're in the bottom group, you're kind of like stuck doing whatever that they want you to do against whoever wants to pick you. And so that's kind of why it was important to do well in the first challenge. It still just didn't feel like that much of an uh, advantage because I think this is anybody's game. Yeah, it really wasn't that much of an advantage because the people that like did bad in the first uh, hanging from the monkey bars it was often that they were sort of like the people that were like the bigger stronger people that were in the bottom 50 and then those were not necessarily the people you wanted to face off with in the ball wrestling challenge yeah, I mean, one of the cooler things is that you didn't have to pick somebody from the bottom fifty, though. You could pick somebody from the top fifty too, mm-hmm. if you, if you, you know, because you were they were going by rank. So if you were number one, you could pick you could pick number twelve if you wanted to. If you looked at them and thought this is somebody I could beat, and um, again, this is not divided by weight class or gender. So a, a woman could go and decide that she wants to go up against a smaller man who's like in a, in like a strength competition, or you know, or vice versa. You know, it really just leaves it to that person to make the decision. And they don't know that much about each other. Like they do know each other exists. They know that they're very athletic, but there's a hundred people. So nobody knows everybody. So it really comes down to, do I avoid the people that I do know because I know that they're really good in their field? Or do I kind of go with them because it's better than, you know, coming across some like unknown juggernaut that I didn't know existed. There's, there's some levels to it, Rob. So we end up seeing a bunch of the one-on-one death matches. Chappelle, were you enjoying watching the death matches happen? I was enjoying watching them until I wasn't enjoying watching them. I think that they do so many. So, mm-hmm. uh, you know, there, there, there's 100 people. That means there's 50 matches. And I think the show shows at least 40 of the matches. You just oh, pull my out, God. You know, we, we watched They were still every, going by the end of the second episode. And the third episode, they do not finish <laughs> the death matches until episode four. And I'm not joking. Yeah. Uh, and so for two episodes, we watch people wrestle over the ball and it doesn't really change much. You know, you have people who grab the ball and hold on to it for dear life. And then people try to snatch it out of their hands. You have the person who grabs the ball and just runs around in circle like extreme tag. And then you have like the blend of both of those things. But we do it over and over and over again. And I, again, if, I think if you know these people, then it's probably more exciting. Like, oh my God, like who who's going to win between Tom Brady and LeBron James? I, I guess I'll watch this. But then, you know, eventually it's like, okay, they're just going to grab the ball. And then you can kind of eyeball it sometimes too. Like, I think this person is, is going to manhandle you and just throw you out of the mm-hmm. way and win. And, and it, there's a lot of that. So if you're watching this for any type of solid strategy, I don't think this is the game for you. You need to just be going into this watching. Like, I want to watch people wrestle because mm-hmm. if that's what you want, you're going to get a lot of that here. Yeah. I mean, maybe it's more of a sport, the physical 100. Yeah, yeah, like yeah, yeah. If they had... Yeah, and they compared it to the Olympics because they have all stars from you know all of all these different fields and you know the top competitors. But yeah, if they aired this like a sport, you could just watch round by round like you do in the Olympics. Uh, I think that's probably that probably plays a bit better. Uh, I don't know if there's a way you could televise something like this to where you could just tune in and watch it all day. But that's kind of how it felt watching it on Netflix. I, the whole time I was thinking. Okay, well, what are me and Rob going to talk about? Because all they're doing is fighting over the ball. I mean, mm-hmm. there's there's like 
a pit of water in the middle and they go into the and they go into the middle and they they wrestle it's like, okay and then mm-hmm. what it's like okay and then we do it again it's just like all right uh, <laughs> yeah I don't need to do this 45 times or 50 times. I mean, like I said, they yada yada a few of them, but for the most part, we see every match. Mm -hmm. So we had somebody um, who came over from Singles Inferno, another show that we covered here on Nothing But Netflix. Yeah, I was uh, shocked because, I mean, who would have thought? So that was uh, Hyun Sung. Mm -hmm. Um, I was like, wow, okay. But he's a dancer, you know, and I was thinking... I don't know if the dancer is going to do that, do that great in the competition. He was called out by the farmer, uh, Kim Jin. And, um, you know, I think initially he's thinking, you know, the dancer, I could probably, you know, manhandle him a bit. Uh, but they're doing the thing where, um, you know, they just throw the ball to the side and decide to wrestle. You know, I, we could do this for, for the whole three minutes or I could just, we can get the heavy part out the way and then somebody could just run for the ball. They end up going into overtime, I think as well. Yep. And then it just becomes like a full on fight for the, uh, for the ball. Uh, and whoever has it at the end ends up winning. But yeah, I think that was kind of how that one went. Uh, the farmer guy seemed very annoyed because it's kind of like, dang, I thought I, 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 thought I could just to a guy from quickly. singles Inferno. Right, right. Like, did he even win Singles Inferno? I don't think so. I don't, I don't so. know. If he, I don't know. I don't remember. I, I think there were multiple winners on Singles Inferno. Honestly. We all won on uh, Singles Inferno. Yeah, but it's refreshing to see that uh, these people could, you know, you can be smaller in stature, you know, or like physically like uh, inferior, I guess, uh, to people in these games and still actually have a chance. Mm-hmm. Because I mean, like you said, if it was a sport, then it's like, oh, everybody has an equal playing field. You go out there in your weight class, you had all year to prep for it and you go and do it. But since this is more like a reality game show, you just go in with the skill set that you have and hope for the best. Yeah. So yeah, it's more of an American Ninja Warrior uh, than it is like an actual reality game show. Oh, yeah. That's probably a great example. Uh, or I was thinking like even like Gladiator or something like that, where mm-hmm. it's just like they give you just enough for you to care about the person and to know their attributes. They they read you the back of the baseball card, as you would say. And then, you know, they let them compete and then they bring in the next one and you just do it over and over again. Um but like I said, for it's come some for me, it would be something that you watch in leisure, like one of those shows. Like it's just on. You're eating dinner. You're just kind of you know watching it, chopping it up. I think you know. I prefer a reality show where I'm like looking for a clear winner. You know, like mm-hmm. I'm trying to watch this progress, maybe binge it on Netflix and see who's number one. Whereas like with Ninja Warrior, it takes a very long time to watch that show. You know, mm-hmm. you have to watch every week and you have to watch all these elimination rounds. And you have to watch more elimination rounds and they climb up the wall, they slide down the wall. It's a whole thing. One of the ones uh, that was really fun was uh, the guy who was the zombie choreographer. Uh, because he moved in different ways than anybody else in the competition moved. He was actually somebody who threw the first competition. He was number 100. He got picked because he was the supposedly the worst person. But then he ended up being like, uh, this was kind of like in his wheelhouse to be in this competition because he was somebody who had the like uh, amazing like agility to like move like like a one of these like World War Z zombies, put him on the last yeah. of us. 
No, he was he was it was very impressive. He was running, like I said, it kind of reminds you of that extreme tag game that they show sometimes yep. on television where you're just running, trying not to for me, I just try not to hit my knee on anything. I'm old. Uh, but you know, I'm always impressed at how agile those people are. And it was fun to watch him play. Now, let's be very clear, he was not gonna win this match by any means. Mm-hmm. <laughs> because the the issue here is that um his his goal was to get the ball. And then just immediately, like, just take off running, right? Like, if I can get the ball, just outmaneuver you for a while. Um, but unfortunately, he got caught. And once he got caught, it was like, all right, what are you going to do? And the dancer just couldn't get loose, you know? And so eventually he ends up losing. Um, yeah, he couldn't get loose. Uh, but he ends up losing. Uh, and he does some, like, some break dancing for us, showing off why he got on the show. He could do, um, like, weird he, stuff, like, with his, put his arms behind his head and, like... Yeah, some bone breaking techniques, you mm-hmm. know. And I was like, "Oh, okay, that's fun," but that didn't help you win. It didn't help uh, you win, the, but I didn't know nah. zombie choreographer was a thing. Yeah, apparently he choreographed a few, a, a couple shows from what we could tell, and he seems like he's a decent dancer, if not above average, for, uh, at the very least. Um, and then the cool thing about when they lose Rob is that they have to go in the back and then oh, they have yeah. to break their their their, por- their porcelain body. <laughs> yeah, they give them like a sledgehammer, and then they say, "Now mm. go to your body." And smash it. Now, should they let the other person smash the body of the person they defeated? Oh, I don't know, man. It's like, uh, your maybe? body sucks. Go smash it yeah. with a hammer. <laughs> yeah, no, that that's like adding more. Uh, what is it? Uh, fuel to the fire or putting mm-hmm. the nail in the coffin? If you, oh, I hate I, myself. Uh, smash yeah. my body. <laughs> And they all seemed like they were pretty good sports about it. I mean, they had to go smash their body. I kind of would want to keep mine. It seemed like a pretty cool thing to have. You remember when we talked about, was it work of, was it uh, blown away? Was that what we talked mm-hmm. about on, uh, on the uh, RHAP rewind or was that? No, yeah, that, that was, was nothing on the rewind. That Netflix. was on nothing but Netflix. Yeah. yeah. When they, when they lose, they break their goal, their like glass <laughs> sculpture. And yep. I was thinking, I was like, yeah, this is what we need. Every time you do something, you need to break it. Uh, if it, it is is this cake or whatever, is it cake? They have to smash the cake at the end to let you know, like, ah, you screwed up. It's cake. Um, I like this. I, mm-hmm. I like the idea that you have to go and, and destroy something on your way out. Destroy your plaster. Um, one mm. of the other cool matches was uh, we had um, the strongest man in Korea. Uh, somebody who's a famous uh, South Korean like arm wrestler. Uh, and then he was taking on a guy who was like way more agile, uh, than he was. So it's fun when you get to have like these sort of mismatches where it's like, okay, who's going to win strength versus speed. Yeah. At least that's in theory, right? I, I, speed didn't seem to be winning much. And I think what it is, is that there's not a lot of room for you to run. And so, like, if you're trying to, you know, stay away from somebody and hold the ball for a long time, it's very difficult. Mm-hmm. A lot of the people who were winning with strength, they basically just would grab, get a hold of the ball, throw it in the corner, and then dare the fast person to try to get past them. Mm-hmm. And then they would struggle with that because these are MMA fighters and like, masters of submission techniques. I don't want any part of that. Like, throw the ball in that corner. I'm just yeah. going to give up. And and so I saw a lot of that. There were a few that were able to get loose fast enough to just go and dive on top of the ball. But for the most part, the agile technique wasn't the the winning strategy. I mean, we saw so many bigger, slower guys just demolish people in these competitions. Okay. So wh- that's the one-on-one death match uh, that goes on for the first uh, four episodes. Now, there's only four episodes that are out. What? Where do we go from here, Chappelle? 
So we we dive into some Squid Game activity a little bit. We see them like between matches, you know. So in Squid Game, they were in the big room with all the bunk beds and you could see the, you know, the games on the wall and stuff. And they fed them meager rations. Well, they do that here, too. There's no but I don't think there are bunk beds, but they definitely gave them like protein, uh, like whey protein and snack bars and stuff. And they sitting around talking to each other. So it very was like it was reminiscent of Squid Game in a way that it kind of made my head spin a little bit. I was like, wait, what is, are we doing this for real? Are we really showing them like like sleeping and stuff? Um, but, you know, they do that on the the challenge and other shows, too. They show them back at the bunker and stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and there's like some married that, couples. Uh, there's a married yeah. couple. There's like uh, look like there was uh, an, another couple that was there. Yeah, I think there's a siblings and a married couple as well. Mm-hmm. Um, and and they didn't give me a rundown of who was left. Like, I don't know if they were broken up. I don't know if we had a thing where, you you know, the married couple had to take each other. I, they weren't giving me enough background mm-hmm. on, and it was a lot of people. It was a lot of people to be fair, but I wasn't getting enough background on who was still remaining, but they feed them all. And then they prepare for the next challenge, which is basically like a squid game challenge again, where they have to, it was Cut like the cookie this thing out. That they're doing. No, no, no. They skipped that one. It's only you have to do the bridge thing, Rob. And so the it's bridge. very much the survivor. Yeah, it's like the bridge, but it's it's like a survivor version of that. So they have like the little um, the little ropes that you have to go across and you put the planks down and that's the bridge that you have to make. And you have to move the plank in order to get across the bridge. But it's a team exercise. And so I think you have to go over with your group. You're moving sandbags. Very survivor, uh, but that's it. That, I mean, that's the whole entire um, yeah. fourth episode. It's literally preparing for the sandbag competition and then the cliffhanger because we don't know who wins. Yeah. Um, it's a very slow rollout also for a Netflix show. Uh, there's going to be uh, two more episodes that drop on February 7th. Then two more episodes drop a week after. And then the final episode drops on February 21st. So. This this is like unheard of for Netflix to take five weeks to you know air nine episodes of a show. Yeah, especially a show with so little suspense. I mean, like they they took three episodes to do one competition mm-hmm. basically, um, and then this this uh, second competition or really this third competition, I guess where we're at. Uh, it's it's very long too, yeah. and so I wonder if they're doing this on purpose. You know. Um, I don't know, man. We've watched we've watched uh, Korean shows before, and they do tend to move a little bit slower than for my taste. Uh, where he's like, you, I think we could yada yada a bunch of this stuff and kind of move forward and, and get to the winner. I think it might even work if it was condensed into maybe like an hour show. You know, if you mm-hmm. had like one heat with ten people, and then you did you know the the one on ones, you know, with whoever left from there, and then you do the final challenge and get it over with, you know, and then you just do it over and over again, like we see so many of these formulaic uh, American reality shows. But this is different, and it's very interesting. It's just going to take all year <laughs> to watch because it is a very long adventure. Um, like I said, four episodes, an an hour plus each, yeah. and all of them were cliffhangers. Well. I'm begging Netflix to do a release schedule like this for the mall or one of their other reality shows that we cover. So we could, uh, I mean, I don't know at the circle. Maybe we could speed that up. Uh, but like, you know, when we're podcasting a show, like this format is great for, you know, like two episodes a week. Perfect. Uh, I, I love that, uh, for this. Yeah. I guess this was a little slow. Will you come back to physical 100? Are you interested enough to see how this is going to play out? You know, 
I could I I am just curious to see who wins. Obviously, I just I want to know how it's going to end. You know, they don't tell us what the final challenge is in Squid Game. We know it was a fight to the death, like a literal death match with like knives and everything. It was crazy. It was supposed to be at the literal Squid Game, but it did not become that. It was just a fight to the death. Uh, and so I would like to see what happens when it comes down to two people. We don't even know if it's going to come down to two people or, or is the last round going to be some type of um, obstacle course or mm-hmm. climb up a, a, a mountain and, you know, and frozen tundra, that kind of thing. We, we just don't know. And so my curiosity has been uh, like, you know, peaked at this point. Like, I'm like, okay, I want to know, but I don't know if I can sit through hours of them doing competitions. You know, we some people say that the competition of Survivor or Big Brother are like the least entertaining parts of the shows to them. And I'm not normally one of those people. But in this case, it's just like, it's so repetitive to where I'm just like, I can, I can speed this up a little bit. So I think just because just I'm nosy, I'm going to stick around. I might speed through the next couple. But definitely on the 21st, I'll be uh, tuning in to check out who won. Yeah, maybe you think there'll be a recap. Oh, you want to do a recap? No, will there be a recap of like uh, previously on Physical 100? Oh, no. No, not the recap of the recap episode for this. Hmm. I just don't think there's much to cover, you know, or the the behind the scenes things you didn't see. It's like, oh, oh, did you see in this match where he he tackled this this other guy? It's like, yeah, I did. I saw that part. Hmm. Um, I really hope that we don't waste a whole episode on just like a recap. Do you think there's going to be a reunion special, Rob? That's what I want to know. Maybe it'll be like Traders where they'll do it like a month later. Oh, is Andy Cohen busy? Mm-hmm. Yeah, okay. I think he's not doing anything. He he can come through. What else is he doing? That's the physical one hundred. Hey, anything else about physical one hundred you want to highlight, Chappelle? No, it's pretty cool. Uh, I mean, we talked about it being Korean. Obviously, you know, uh, uh, subs over dubs if you have that kind of you know capacity. But uh, yeah, enjoy the show. Maybe do some background research on each of these people and their and and their uh, protective fields because. That's the cool thing is that knowing that there's so many different athletes here, like the jujitsu, the, uh, the, the, the luger. I mean, the luger was huge, Rob. I was like, I yeah. didn't even know you had to be built like that to do luge. And so if nothing else, it made me very interested to see these people kind of doing stuff that's more in their wheelhouse as opposed to, you know, hanging from the rafters and, and wrestling each other. Okay. Should we talk about what we might cover next? Uh, Because I feel like uh, we uh, don't have a leader in the clubhouse for uh, when we get together next on Nothing But Netflix. We don't. I don't think so. Uh, So I know we've talked about potentially like going off the Netflix uh, beaten path that we've been Mm -hmm. on before. We've done it, but in the past. uh, So I haven't heard anything that's coming out on a different uh, streaming platform. But if you're listening to this and you know of something that's coming out on a different streaming platform, let us know uh, because the Netflix seems like it's moving kind of slow right now. Mm -hmm. Um, I I was looking at the top 10 uh, in movies today. I saw Pamela, the Pam Anderson story, I believe is number three. In the top 10 in movies, there's a movie called Arctic, which I think is new. Yeah, I feel like that the Pamela um, Anderson thing is a little, uh, probably not going to be super fun to talk about. 
No, I think we're good on that. Arctic came out in 2018, so it's not new either. Uh, the Glass Onion is still holding strong in the top 10, mm-hmm. but, you know, that's already being talked about. I mean, people are talking about it still. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I don't think any of the movies stand out for me from this week. Okay. Um, some things that are coming next week. Uh, of course, the big uh, release coming to Netflix is You. Uh, season four is kicking off. Uh, I know that there is uh, the brand new You post show recap uh, that is going on. Um, we could potentially, uh, you know, see if uh, we could uh, cross the streams and talk about You uh, kickoff season four. Of course, we, you and I watched all of You season three. We did. We did. We talked about uh, you before, so we could always go back to that well. Uh, mm-hmm. They did just re- release their season uh, review of season three on Post Show Recaps, so check that out uh, with Latanya mm-hmm. and Marissa. Um, but yeah, I mean, you is coming soon. I, as you know, I hate Joe Goldberg, but it would be a fun mm-hmm. time talking about it as okay. it is with you. Um, a couple yeah. other what things that are coming week? up this week. Uh, there is uh, a new documentary. I know that you had said that one of your uh, favorite things that we ever talked about on uh, Nothing But Netflix was The Redeem Team. Uh, there's a brand new Bill Russell documentary uh, that's coming to Netflix. Uh, there is a uh, kids uh, movie uh, called. There's a couple of kids movies. One is Dad the Bounty Hunter, uh, which is coming out uh, Thursday. Uh, looks like uh, a Pixar type animated uh, series. Dad the Bounty Hunter. Uh, also, Lyle Lyle Crocodile. Yeah, whatever that is. Mm-hmm, another kids movie. <laughs> Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, and then also uh, we have another uh, romantic comedy called uh, Your Place or Mine. Um, Reese Witherspoon um, and Ashton Kutcher, star of the original That 70s Show. When best yeah, friends I and mean, these- total opposites, Debbie and Peter, swap homes for a week, they get a peek into each other's lives that could open the door to love. Ashton Kutcher rom-com? Would you ever swap uh, swap homes with your best friend? Uh, is it best friends or is it like romantic interests? I mean, I thought it was best friends. Really so best friends? When best friends yeah, and total, I, but the best friends and total opposites. Well, are they best friends or total opposites? You could be both, right? I think you can. Um, no, I don't. I don't know. I don't know how that would work for me. Like, if you're my total opposite. I don't think we can get along that well. Um, but yeah, I, I, listen, birds I'm of sure. A feather. They, yeah, I'm sure they switch places and then at, at some point they start to see that, oh my God, why? how do you live like this? Mm-hmm. But then because they're in each other's space, they kind of, you know, see the different side of them drawers. that they're not used to. Yeah. They got to. They got to go through the drawers. Mm-hmm. And Sarah go Ferguson the medicine the chest. Doors. Yeah. You got to. You got to open all the doors. Um, I, don't, I don't know, man. I, listen, Reese and Ashton, they know they're rom-coms, okay? These two people are seasoned veterans in that in that field. So I'm sure it'll be, you know, a rom-com, you know, but it's not necessarily something that I want to talk about. Okay. Uh, did any of those things that we mentioned, uh, was there one in particular that you liked the best? Uh, no. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I mean, it all sounds fine. Like, uh, I wouldn't mind talking about uh, recent Ashton. It does sound like a fun watch. Uh, I, I bet I it'll no be a hit, in- and I bet um, it, there will be stuff for us to talk about. 
It's a these two are like mega stars in the rom com community. This is Ashton Kutcher and Reese Witherspoon. Like, you really doesn't get any better than that. I, I I mean I think both of these people have probably made this movie three different times with three different other co stars, and it's still they do they do well every time. Mm-hmm. And so if that is something that has you know got the people to the people going, if it's provocative, or if it's just got the streets buzzing, I say we talk about it. That's okay. fine. Uh, let me just see when does that come out? The uh, love. To uh, I'm sorry, uh, your place or mine? I feel like a way that, that was would be from February tenth. February tenth. Uh, so uh-huh. um, okay, so coming out next, next Friday. Friday. So mm-hmm. all right. Um, why don't we let the uh, let our listeners let us know? We sort of like okay, these are our specials, and then you mm-hmm. tell us what would you like to hear us talk about on the next Nothing But Netflix. Yeah. That's, I mean, that's how this works. We love getting um, suggestions from the listeners. Thank you again to all the listeners who suggested Physical 100. It was a fun watch. And I think if you didn't plan on watching it, you could check it out because it's a, it's a good time. But again, the nothing but Netflix listeners, they're the ones who make this possible. They give yeah. us the suggestions. Me and Rob take it. We, we just weigh all the options and then we try to give the people what they want. So let us know what you want next week. Chappelle, uh, we, since we got done talking about Physical 100 uh, relatively quickly, what else are you watching that you're not necessarily podcasting? Well, that's tricky because I typically am watching stuff that I'm podcasting yeah, about on purpose. I get that. Uh, so I, I just binge watched the entire series of Snowfall on FX. Oh, uh, I don't even know what that is. Yeah, it's uh, starring Damson Idris as a drug kingpin uh, and... Uh, LA uh in California in the 80s and uh season 6 the the final season of Snowfall is coming soon. You watched 6 and seasons so, of Snowfall. I think I watched 5 seasons. I think the 6th okay. season is coming. Yes. Yeah. But okay. I watched I watched 5 Do you seasons recommend of Snowfall. It? Of course. It was yeah. it was amazing and I think Latanya and Mari and I will be covering it on post show recap so when season 6 go, comes back yeah, we're going to knock out the final season. That's kind of our thing. We go and find these uh, black shows as they're ending and we just kind of just scoop up the remains. Yeah. Um, so be on the lookout for that if you are a post-show recaps listener because we're going to try to uh, talk about that one soon, Rob. Also, on post-show recaps, Bel Air is coming back, mm-hmm. uh, the Peacock show, and uh, Puya and I will be covering that. So although I've spent the last few weeks, well, the last week and a half uh, binging Snowfall, uh, I'm very excited for Bel Air to come back too. Okay. All right. Um. I have uh, not been very much on top of uh, TV, but I did watch uh, all of Australian Survivor this week. You did? Mm -hmm. How is that going? I mean, it's Australian Survivor. Yeah. And are you excited about new Survivor uh, US? Yeah, Survivor 44. We got our cast uh, that came out this week on Tuesday. Got the chance to start to preview that with uh, Mike Bloom. And that seems like a very fun group as well. Yeah, I haven't gotten into the entire cast. I do have some favorites just through my preliminary, you know, like, you know, skimming the uh, the Scally's Twitter. You know, you have to go mm-hmm. and check out what the streets are talking about. Uh, so I, I do have some people that I have my eye on. But, Rob, I do have to start preparing for the draft. It's coming. And, it's coming. Uh, yeah. And, you know, f- for the first time in a while, I don't really have control over my own destiny here. I'm at the mercy of Liana Boris, who the doctor Liana Boris, who won the last uh, draft. And so hopefully she gives me a decent position so that I can get somebody good. You think so? You think you think Liana's going to have my back? I think so. I think if Puya gets in her ear, I don't know. Oh, you know? well, I didn't think about yeah. that. Yeah. 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 She I, doesn't, I don't know. doesn't have might... any beef with you. 
No, and I think I think I can, uh, you know, I could kiss ass for a few weeks and see if I can, you know, get, uh, you know, just like send her like, a, hey, just just wishing you a happy Tuesday, that kind of thing, you know, just you know, send her science memes. I'm sure she laughs at those, mm-hmm. uh, just so I can get a better place in the draft because I, I'm I'm concerned, Rob. This cast looks amazing, and I don't want to I don't want to be the grenade. I already did that one time. I don't need it again. Mm-hmm. All right. Well, Chappelle, what else do you have coming up podcast wise? Uh, well, I mentioned Snowfall, I mentioned Bel Air. Of course, there's nothing but Netflix. Uh, but I think for the most part, I'm just hanging out, uh, waiting on the next call, waiting on Rob to tell me to come on a podcast and do stuff. Uh, Rob, people are still, I don't know. For, for for So for the nothing but Netflix listeners who maybe not listen to all the other Rob has a podcast content, we talked about Milf Manor a few yeah. weeks ago on Rob has a podcast. And People are clamoring for the um, for the podcast to come back. They yeah, really want refuse, us to talk though. about Milf You said Manor. you don't want to come back. Of course. To, yeah. I, I, listen, I, and I stand by You have that, integrity. I, I do. And and class and all these things that apparently Kevin Jacobs does not have. He texts me every week when the show comes on. It's like, I'm still watching Milf Manor. I'm like, Kevin, love yourself. It's, it's, <laughs> I don't I understand why that. he's doing this. Yeah. Yeah, it's the only show he's watching. Yeah. Like, Kevin, Is please. he why? Is it Milf Manor Canada? No, he's watching Milf Manor proper. I don't. Mm-hmm. I think the Canadians have too much class to do Milf Manor. Like I, mm. do, I really do. Well, I mean, Kevin doesn't mind watching it, but I do think that they have too much class to have their own version of that. He's still, but he's still in. And so I've seen a lot of feedback on Twitter that people are just like, "Please cover some more Milf Manor." Uh, so if you're watching Maybe Milf Manor, please stop. Yeah, love yourself. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right. Um, well, it was so nice to get back together with you for nothing but Netflix. Okay. Uh, please let us know, uh, what you'd like to hear us cover next time out as, uh, we get ready for our, uh, Super Bowl weekend edition of nothing but Netflix. Yeah. And check me out on post show recaps, talking about all those other shows I'm talking about. Me and G are still covering Abbott Elementary. So that's a good time there. And uh, maybe, uh, I guess, on Net- Nothing But Netflix, we'll talk about uh, Ashton Kutcher and Reese Witherspoon uh, for Super Bowl. I don't know. Hey, I guess or- we have one more week into the Super Bowl. Um, yeah, next weekend. So if you yeah. don't want to hear us cover that, make sure you let us know. Yeah. Maybe find us something Super Bowl related. That would be fun. Mm-hmm. Okay. All right. Thank you all so much for joining us. Take care, everybody. Have a good one. Bye. Step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm going to make him an offer he can't refuse. With family, cannolis, and spins mean everything. Now, you want to get mixed up in the family business. Introducing The Godfather at ChompaCasino.com. Test your luck in the shadowy world of the Godfather slot. Someday, I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play the Godfather, now at chumpacasino.com. Welcome to the family. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. 
Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered ChumbaCasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby. Mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa. Take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over a hundred casino style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. It is Ryan here and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus.